This week on the Reverse Stick, new directions for Euro Hockey TV, on and off for the Pro League, and beware the Phantom Bomber. Greetings. Bom Bomber. Bom Bomber. 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 I think that's how you pronounce it on Saturday night. Was Bomber. Welcome. My name's John Lay. I am. You are. Matthew James Allen. Oh, really? 45 years old. J'habite à Perth en Western Australia. Just turn to your left, please. Okay, turn to your right, please. How how you going, folks? Uh, welcome to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, episode one six nine. It is indeed. What a pleasure to be here once again, John. It is. It's a lovely Friday evening here in Perth as we record. Cool, cool, but no rat smells in the uh, no. studio here. No, no, no that's smells. all good. Um, uh, the, chook, the chooks are in bed. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> security chooks. Security chooks. I uh, had a bit of a fright the other day. Uh, the old chooks jumped out the uh, over the fence out the front there. Oh, well, you've got done front. such a good job in enclosing the whole space. You've We've you've tried kind of very you've, hard, you've, but they found freeing, a way. Oh right, okay, yeah. And um, my neighbourhood dogs were walking past at the time. Oh no, uh, a few feathers off um off layer. Uh, uh, the was... white chook. She's white. Yes, layer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty funny name. Was it a chicken? Was it chicken dinner? No, no. There was just um, feathers. Uh -huh. She's all right. She's fine. She's been laying again since, so she's all right. But the other uh, um, scamp, as we call it, because it's you know my missus likes those trendy, not trendy chickens. What do you, you know? They're heritage. Heritage. Chickens. They're heritage chickens. <laughs> That's the exact opposite God, of trendy. trendy yes. <laughs> Vintage. Yeah, sort yeah. of. You like old birds. Yeah, but this, she's quite a small chicken. And the chickens, sorry. Yeah, she's quite, oh, yeah, careful with that. Um, she's quite a small chicken, and she, as soon as this dog appeared and squawks happened, she bolted and she ran all the way from out the front and ran all the way down the side, and we have a little wire fence there that holds them in, and she just went bang and smashed straight into the wire fence, pushed the wire fence out of the way, oh. and then completely tore all the way back down the backyard into the corner I where thought, a little chicken nut was. I thought you were going to tell us, that, and that's how chicken nuggets are made. <laughs> Close. <laughs> It was, she was she was off. We were thanked funny. we were thanked by some of our patreons last week. We did have a little um, a David Attenborough style session uh, chat pre-recording the show last week that was released exclusively to our patreons. They'll just love this chat, in particular Tansy, won't he? He will. You can be a patron too, folks. Go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. We'd love your support. Help support heritage chickens. Bom Bomberera. No. Pro League News. Well, that's about that's all. That's a new that, sting. Did that, you like that? Yes, I did, yeah. <laughs> Good. You know, once upon a time, there used to be a podcast called Totally Pro League. And uh, there were games every week. There was. <sighs> there was lots of games. We will cover in a moment. The and fact that there aren't games going ahead, but there have been some games this week, John. Yeah, hey? look, let's get to since we last, uh, yeah, Since we last joined yeah. you lovely hockey last folks. Last Thursday, the 29th of October, it was the Netherlands and Great Britain in battle. The women went down, or the Great Britain women went down 3-0 to the Netherlands. Uh, sort of 
a result you may expect from a match between those two sides. I don't think, you know, nothing spectacular in it either way, I wouldn't have thought. Nope. Oh, some good hockey though. Uh, no, I didn't see it, mate. It's unfortunately. Did you see the highlights? Uh, no, I did see some highlights today of Belgian men versus, uh, Netherlands men on the FIH Facebook page, which is fantastic, but I've kind of given up with, uh, watch.hockey at the moment. Okay. okay I will okay. come back to it, but oh, I've, I've then, got more um, important things to do. And they, they, Great Britain would have been disappointed, uh, given that they'd drawn the previous game 1-0. 1-0. <laughs> they, lost, they, they definitely didn't draw it one now. No, no, they huh? didn't. Or oh, maybe, no, maybe there was a bonus I shit out for well, I haven't had a good week. I told <laughs> you already about leaving the money in the cash machines. <laughs> um, yeah, it won all, Great Britain and the Netherlands drew one all in the first game and uh, I think they would have been disappointed to lose 3-0 the second game. And the men's side of things, uh, they'd only gone down 1-0 in the first game themselves and went down 3-0 in the uh, the follow-up game on the Thursday. 3-1, the men. 3-1. 3-1. Yeah. Not three. See, I told you. I know. I'm reading it. It's right here on the screen. I know. I know. Do you want me to take over? Yeah, you go. There you go. Uh, next up on the Saturday, the 31st of October, Belgium were the hosts for GB in the first game of the day. It was in the women's game at the Royal Uckle Sports Club. In red, Belgium. In Bruxelles. Bruxelles. In Brussels, uh, 1-1 draw, a 3-1 win to GB in the shootout to earn the bonus point. Second up that day at the same venue was Belgium Man against GB. A 3-2 win in normal time to get the maximum points. Most recently... GB had a few games, haven't they? GB GB finished off. That certain section of so games that you, can stop messing around with it, John. Well, look, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a lot of games in a short space of time. Anyway, but, no, but that's 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 normal and good on them to actually get some games in as where we're at, at the moment. Oh John. yeah, you know, I, uh, Sunday yeah, the first November, insane. GB two one winners in the men in the women's comp over Belgium and the reverse in the men's comp, Belgium two one winners, and then midweek just uh, a couple of nights ago there was a. 4-4 draw, you can scroll down, John. 4-4 oh, okay. draw, draw, Netherlands versus Belgium in the men's comp, but Belgium prevailed 3-1 in the shootout to earn the bonus point. And the women's comp, a 4-0 comprehensive win for Netherlands over Belgium. I, d- I did pick up a bit of audio from that, John. Did you? Do you, you, you want to play it? You, you want to hear it? You, well, you want to play it? it? Well, I'll play it. This is post-game, uh, courtesy of uh, your local broadcaster and FIH. Stephanie van Boren, one goal behind at halftime for at full-time. What happened in that second half? Yeah, I think uh, still when we were 1-0 behind, we could, yeah, we, we, we could back, get back in the game. But um, yeah, we, we really lost it. We, we went down. We, we didn't want to play anymore. We hide it. Uh, and yeah, then... Uh, and you get three uh, three goals in, in five minutes. So, yeah, that's really shit. Looking uh, to it from the positive side for a young team as yours today, this was a game to learn from. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. It's, it's Every game is a game to learn from. And, uh, yeah, for sure, if you look at the last quarter, we try to to yeah, to to yeah end in a good way. And, and that, I think that's what, uh, what we did. Now it's the long wait until the two games in January against China. How will uh, the team keep busy in that period? Uh, yeah, I, I, in fact, we, we don't really know with, with the competition in Belgium what will happen. Um, I think yeah, we, we for sure will, will, 
well train uh, with the national team, but uh, yeah, don't don't really know at this point what uh, how we will get uh, stay in the how we will stay busy now. Thank you very Sorry. much. Thank you. Yeah, and apologies for any language that might offend. Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up. Hoof. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the hoof was all about there, but yeah. There we go. Thank I you. stopped it. Um, well, I don't think I've ever heard uh, someone explain so concisely exactly what ha- what goes on when you can see three goals in five minutes and there how you, you played. Yes. Nailed it. It's pretty simple, isn't it? The, now, the question, fun. of course, there, John, was about playing the games uh, in China. They were the, the next due games for the Pro League and of course we've learned this week in the past 24 hours those games are off um, no not, they're not, postponed and not only those games but the ones that are due a little bit a little bit closer um, at Bisham Abbey in England the uh, GB home games against Germany uh, Thierry has said whilst it's always a pity to have to take such decisions we fully understand the situation, and this is the most appropriate course of action to date. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's going, to okay. take. Um, we do hope that the global health situation will improve soon, and our thoughts are with all of those who are affected yep. at the moment. We're looking forward to enjoying international hockey matches next year again. Well, yeah, China games off at the moment. This is based on decisions by the teams not wishing to travel. Um, the big, the big issue with it is, John, is it's a pretty packed calendar going into the Olympics anyway, or it certainly was, uh, pre-coronavirus. So there's all sorts of things happening with changes on schedules and, and where different international, international sides are at at the moment. Isn't this going to cause some kind of major fixture congestion leading into the end of the Pro League, uh, in June? No, considering that I have long complained about the fact that the fixtures aren't congested enough. As they stand at so, the moment. So it won't be an issue? They'll fit them in? Well, if, if you think, if everything had been going normally, starting sometime at the end of Jan, or sometime in January, there would have been Pro League 3, it would have been, or, you know. Yeah. So they would have started then anyway, and run as a full home, home and away inverted commas, Pro League, all the way through until, say, the end of June or, end of June, sometime around then, like the first one. Did. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still plenty of latitude there. So they very easy to finish off the current season of Pro League in the time before the projected Olympic Games. Assuming we've got freedom of movement for oh, look, for amateur hockey teams. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, assuming that is, is yeah. possible. But look, everything's very much up in the air at the moment, isn't it? As well, I feel, I'm feeling for people all over the over the world yeah, in certain I mean, countries. The UK go back into a four week lockdown now. That's it. Sport gone. It's gone. There's no under eighteen training. There's nothing. Nothing happening. But there is Premier League, isn't there? There's Premier League football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby. Uh, there has been. There certainly was. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Six Nations have finished, finished and championships weekend, yeah. have finished. But yeah. I don't, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, um, Germany. Back into lockdown again. Belgium back into lockdown. There's no, there's no hockey be, being played in Europe this weekend. Yeah, I mean, 
And it goes beyond just not being able to play hockey as well. Of course. The, the, the thing of I'm, course, but we're a hockey podcast, you know. With, yeah, no, there's no, lots I of people that are suffering with all sorts of, you know, yeah. we, we, we've got a great chat coming up um, later on with Jazz, um, sure in, right. da- in, in New Delhi and eight weeks of long, um, eight months of lockdown there. Yeah. Um, but, but the idea, okay. All of this is, is predicated around the fact that there's going to be an Olympic Games happening. Yes. Yeah, next yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some talk that there's some area people who are desperate for it to go ahead and it's going to go ahead and there will be an Olympic Games but it's going to be a very much pared down Olympic Games and oh, like nothing we've ever seen oh not yeah. last and look or, or, or I guess the athletes have ever seen either well, there's going to be conditions there will be no overseas visitors so mum and dads and stuff like that and friends who wanted to that won't be happening um Everybody, every athlete will be, and every coach, every support staff, any person who's going to be with, and the, the teams will be paired back as well, as far as the size of the entourages go. Yeah. Uh, they will all be going in quarantine for a, a couple, two to three week period pre. Uh, they will be going into a, a hub-like environment which no one will be allowed to go in or out of, including, you know, camera crews. Will it be a hub or a bubble? Or, or Hubble. Hubble, bubble, bubble. Hubble, bubble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. With a bomber. Um, bomber. Bomber. Yes, one <laughs> of those. Um, and so it's going to be a very different game. I don't think you're going to see Roger. There'll be none of that sort of staying in hotels and coming in and does, all that sort of stuff. Excuse me. There'll be none of that. You won't see any Roger. Oh, you won't right. see any Roger Federer's staying No, I imagine hotels. that'll be, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, no curtailed. Team team. curtailed. I wouldn't expect to see the dream team there. Um, well, none of, none of the notorious bed hopping that's uh, synonymous with the, particularly now, those, those sports that finish early. Depending on what the, uh, the the conditions are like in the country you come from and the country you're going back to from there, there's all sorts of other quarantine issues involved. Now, this is... This oh, is but you, as an athlete, you'd, you're foregoing all of that for the Olympic dream. You don't, don't give a stuff about are. two weeks this and two weeks that. And no, you're, you're doing it. You reckon? Some will. Well... If, you, if you're guaranteed to get there, we, we, we see the start of the, well, are, so the, the Hockey Australia Super Camp starts today, yeah. which is you know an emboldened, wider and, group. And with, what I'm hearing, they will in, fully intend to send teams there because they've qualified already. But there are, as you correctly say, some sports where the qualification process hasn't gone ahead yet. Oh, there. There's also Or it hasn't finalised, I should say. But... The, the, there will be athletes that aren't prepared, and for commercial reasons. You think about it, a couple of weeks quarantine, two weeks of Olympics, maybe you're not in the village the whole time and you're, and you're going straight back as soon as you finish your event, yeah, yeah. which I imagine is the way they do it. But then you've got your quarantine when you get back. So you're, talk, you're probably talking, for most people, at least five weeks or six weeks that nothing, you know, they're giving... It's more than... But that's a drop in the ocean to the time you've dedicated to, to your sport anyway. The, Another five again, or six weeks on, on the back of two years, three years, yeah, ten years, and whatever. There will be some athletes that, that will be their thinking and they'll go. Yeah. It, it just won't be the Olympics. And I'd be surprised if a lot of the team sports aren't paired way back. Well, look, we've seen we've seen players retiring and considering eh, maybe I'm not going to do another year to to get to that. A lot of co- lot of coaching changes. Sorry, can I start a rumor? Go on. Fives at the Olympics. Well, I see my hockey's live again on uh, on Twitter, which is always good to see. 
yeah. and um, comments about um, needing to find a second format of the game <laughs> to, to, oh, uh, to increase popularity. Uh, um, well, because... We think... We, sorry, by, by the way, my hockey at my hockey underscore, um, we think is a, um, a real insider of the game. Somebody who really knows what's going on on the inside, don't well, we, John? We, the sport gets $150 million a year of hockey. Hockey. hockey yeah. the, the sport From the Olympics. Ev- all over, across the, the broad well, we spectrum the, of the sport. Very knowledgeable. Uh, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. We are. Um, but no, but he, they, my hockey did advocate both... At least I thought both um, sevens, uh, fives, and elevens at the Olympic Games, which would obviously need mean increased funding for the game. Well, you read the tweet. No, didn't I read you? the tweet. I read the tweet from the anonymous account that we're talking about in our news section of all things, yeah, John. It's okay, it's not news, John. Do you know what it is? I read the fake news. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> fake it? news. China. <laughs> <laughs> You're with the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Uh, look, I think what we need to do is get to our feature interview. It's, it's not a feature interview, it's just ringing up a mate to have a chat. It's been a while. It's time once again to catch up with our great mate Jazz Sani from timesofindia.com. There he is in Delhi, down the line once again. Jazz, great to talk to you. Good to be back on the reverse stick. Um, I don't remember actually where when I was with you guys on TRS last. And can you recall? Uh, it's got to be over a year ago, I reckon. And and what prompted me to 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 um, well, of course, we haven't done a push past pundits for a while, but prompted me to go the other night. I thought, bloody hell, we haven't spoken to Jazz for ages. Let's just ring up and <laughs> just get catch up and see what's happening. Obviously, we have a few messages um, down the way, but um, we're really interested to find out and what's going on in India at the moment. Um, there's been lots and lots of things happened since we last spoke. And uh, so, yeah, good to hear about that. And of course, you know, John always loves catching up, don't you, John? I don't. <laughs> on, uh, we, uh, on, cue, on cue, that driver was, Jazz. That's brilliant. Uh, it's good to speak. How are you, John? I'm great, thanks, mate. It's uh, good to speak, Jen. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how much hockey has been able to be played in India recently, but they have been able to squeeze some in. Nothing since March. Uh, nothing is. Nothing has happened, and. Uh, I, I have never been more clueless about Indian hockey than at the moment because <laughs> because in the last eight months nothing has happened. Uh, they um, at least means hockey players have been tested positive. They have recovered. There is training has resumed. So those sort of things have happened, but that's uh, but nothing as, as as of now in terms of competitions uh, that is still awaited the calendar. Any any anything. That is added. Besides that, India will resume its FIH uh, Pro League competitions in in March, March April. So that 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 is there. Before that, there might be something for the juniors. Um, maybe the, if the Azlan Shah goes ahead, India might participate, might not participate. So all those things are in the air at the moment. Jay, as you mentioned there. Um, some players had tested positive to uh, COVID, and we, we've seen that from a, a lot of people. It, it doesn't 
it's you know, it's not a good thing to get, but you you recover fairly quickly and you get on with your life. For other people, obviously, it's fatal. But there are a small group of people that uh, almost become debilitated in the aftermath of having COVID, the different sort of physiological reactions to it. Has there been any sign of that sort of stuff? Or are these players still being monitored to make sure that they're totally rid of the, the aftermath of this horrible little bug? Yeah, it did take some time for them to uh, recover to a level where they can run around on the pitch. Uh, in fact, I was seeing one of the pictures of uh, Manpreet, who was uh, among the players uh, who got infected. He he looked quite. Uh, he it looked like he had lost quite a bit of weight, which has happened with many people who have been affected with COVID. Even uh, some of my friends who have had it, they found it difficult to recover. They took almost a month to be able to uh, get the wobble out of their walk or maybe to just just as short a distance as to the washroom. So so those th- sort of things have happened with people. And uh, uh, one of the players, Surinder, uh, he had some um, post, post-COVID effects as well. There was some swelling in his arm, but... But the good thing for the players was that they were in very good hands in terms of being uh, 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 at a SAI facility and uh, being taken care of uh, by by the Sports Authority of India and Hockey India itself. If they were at home and contracted it there, it might have been a little, a touch difficult. But being at the camp and uh, under the care of the government directly, uh, they were taken care of very well and uh, recovered in time. So players are in camp now but for both men and women. They're, they're not at home. They're, they're in camp and there's hockey being yeah. played though. Yeah, they are in camp. Um, they are training as well but um, it, it's, it's, everything is being kept very low key. There are um, in, the Hockey India do, uh, sh- does share releases uh, as, every now and then about players' uh, comments on uh, um, the training and um, the Olympics, looking forward to Olympics. So all those things are happening, but it's uh, relatively low key because uh, they want the players to uh, be safe first and uh, and then focus on their training and uh, be at the camp. Um, safety is the priority uh, specifically, and uh, uh, training is going on, but it's 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 very low key in terms of uh, making much news about it. Not much news being made made about it. Um, you know, we we see at the moment the IPL cricket's happening, so there's there's still something for the Indian sports fan there, for, for, particularly for the cricket lovers. But no hockey at all be, being viewed. Is, is there any interest in the pro league games that have just happened, or is this something that could be really damaging to to hockey in India, which is already struggling a little bit? Um, I want. I won't use the word damaging because uh, it's it's the situation is same across the world. The, even the pro league started only in September. It was uh, in freeze mode for close to six months. So uh, I won't say it's damaging, but it's just that I'm sure Hockey India would want to squeeze in a few uh, exposure tournaments, international tournaments before going to. Um, before going to the Pro League and play in Europe and then come back uh, to host New Zealand in next May, June, which is scheduled, if I'm not wrong. And uh, um, I think Hockey India 
is talking about uh, squeezing in a few tournaments for the juniors and the seniors as well, all four national teams. In fact, there was the uh, Hockey India Congress uh, today itself where these things have been talked about, though we don't have much details about it yet. But uh, there have been discussions at the Hockey India Congress, which was held today itself. And uh, uh, these things have been discussed. And I'm sure uh, some details will come out in in, in the next week uh, where we can be more sure about uh, what the Hockey India discussed at, uh, at, at the Congress. Well, you mentioned the Congress today. That I, I, I note that uh, Gyanendra Ningambam was, was elected unop- yep. unopposed as the Hockey India president. Can we president, expect, yeah. expect to see any any changes? Mohammed um, Mushtaq Ahmed is, is, is back on, on board again there mm-hmm. as well. Much of the same going forward? Um, I think until until this COVID situation um, becomes normal to an extent where, where 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 the team can travel easily and the players can play international matches, uh, nothing nothing is going to change because that is the priority of uh, the sports ministry as well. That uh, we need to be safe first and then uh, think about uh, starting tournaments because. Even the domestic tournaments in India haven't started the state or national championships. Everything uh, is in the freezer as of now. Nothing is out. So, 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 so the government and the Hockey India likewise are playing a waiting game and they want this situation first to settle down. And then even um, the new office bearers or the returning office bearers, they will decide on uh, what, what, what needs to be done next. In fact, something must have been discussed at today's uh, Congress, but uh, it just happened today, so uh, we don't have much uh, details about uh, <clears throat> what was discussed uh, in depth. So those things might be known in a, in, in a few days. But uh, yeah, th- things are moving, but safety first, and uh, the COVID situation has to settle down before uh, anything can before wheels can be put back in motion. Now, Jays, there has been a couple of changes off the field there in India during this period of time. You've lost uh, the high-performance director, David John, and assistant coach, Chris Sorello. Do you know anything about uh, moves to replace them and how you think they went in their roles? Um, about replacing them, um, uh, I don't think any immediate permanent replacement will be there, but I, what what we all, all already know is that... Uh, uh, Bram Lomans is uh, assisting the players uh, through online sessions uh, for the drag flake and everything else. Uh, he has been contracted for a few weeks, so that that is going on. And uh, uh, about about John and uh, Cirillo quitting, Cirillo had some skin condition which he wanted to take care of. So that's that's the reason that he has given. And David too had given personal reasons to. Uh, to quit his position, which which we were expecting for some time, um, but it finally, I think, COVID uh, had had the last uh, effect in terms of his uh, decision uh, whether he wanted to quit or not. So he decided to go back, and Cirillo had that skin condition. I think it was some psoriasis, if I'm not wrong, which prompted him to which prompted him to. Uh, leave his positions for the time being but as of permanent replacements I don't think it will happen immediately because 
any uh, because foreigners coming in if, if it's a foreign replacement and not from india then those people coming in will have trouble at the moment as well because different rules apply at different nations and uh, there might be reservations about uh, people joining or not so so it will take some time for that to replace because um, maybe sports authority of india is also not uh, interested in uh, hiring new new foreign recruits because they have already extended uh, the <clears throat> tenure of the coaches the foreign coaches who are recruited by various federations to the 20 till the 2021 olympics so that has already been done but any new recruitments might take some time uh, jazz just briefly back onto Dave, david johnny he did cut quite a divisive figure sometimes particularly with uh some of the hockey lovers in india and and uh trying to understand how he was part of the process in certain stages and uh but i i seem to feel as though maybe the the indian hockey commentators started to warm to him more towards the end of his tenure there there seemed to be some really good development happening with coaching clinics and um grassroots programs to upskill well through you know throughout the programs there uh how how do you think his time will be remembered i think the the most people that you are talking about who were not in favor of john were those who were in favor of keeping sardar in the team uh, because that's that that's when he that's when he made the most news because when he called sardar having getting slower and all those things happened and Uh, and it, and it forced sardar into retirement whether it forced allegedly or something else that's that's debatable but that's what sardar also uh, came out with uh, um um at a sports literature festival in bhubaneswar where he said that uh, david john uh, did where he almost accused david john of uh, playing a role in uh, forcing him into retirement and all that those kind of stuff so 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 that's that's a known thing that sadar talked about it in open so yeah. all, all that is there that, that that's one thing where that i think that's from where uh, david uh, david's downfall in terms of uh, having more admirers in indian uh, hockey than um, than foes or enemies as you want if you want to call them that way uh, that's that's from where his downfall started and Uh, i think it was 2000 before the just before the 2018 world cup if i'm not wrong around august or september when this that uh, thing happened and he uh, announced his retirement so uh, so that was one thing that people <coughs> that 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 made people change their opinion about john as well because many many felt including i think uh, the then coach uh, harendra singh who felt that sardar had a role to play in the for india in the world cup but but that history now we can't go back to it and there's no point thinking about or talking about it uh, the world cup is gone sardar is gone david is gone so everybody <laughs> everybody's back so there's no point talking more about it but yeah that's how it happened maybe now with the covid issues that that are there and quite heavy in certain areas is there any hockey being played even for junior level training or for some of the academies out there or or is there a, a total sporting lockdown no the the academy training the training has begun in terms like like the national team is training similarly uh, training at the academies at various uh, at various places around india has has started because 
because in may or in at the end of may or uh, beginning of june is when sports authority of india came out with its uh, standard operating protocol in terms of resuming sporting activities uh, without any spectators at the stadium at every level so so it gradually uh, it took almost two months time for for every sport to join at every level but that's something that has begun uh, the competitions are not happening as of now but training yes uh, at academies and various size centers the training has resumed now jazz um I've, i'm sorry i just got lost for a moment then because i'm just looking at some bits of paper in front of me in honor of you being back on the show after it being such a long time <laughs> is that why you played that steam would would you um would you be interested in uh, taking part in a, a round of stick it to john yeah god in a round of and we get playing a game of stick it to john against john i'll explain the game in a moment all you got to do is say yes okay we'll i'll do that sit back yes uh, it, uh, sit, 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 sit back and enjoy the theme uh, tune here we go okay no seriously why is it not starting john because you've got jazz on no surely that will work as well won't it no because you made your players Using it. Stick it to John. <laughs> you gotta stick it to John. Stick it to John. Stick it to John. Yeah, that's great. That, that's the theme, is it? Oh, Brilliant. man. Seriously, why won't that play? That should, surely that it's should play me. at the top. It's because I'm, I'm trying to do it off the same phone that we're speaking to you on, Jeff. Um, all right, stick <laughs> it to John. It's stick it to John time, folks. You can, <laughs> you can play along at home. We've got two fantastic contestants here this evening. We've got, we've got John, who's sitting opposite me, and down the line from uh, New Delhi, we have Jazzpreet. Sonny, Jazzpreet, welcome to Stick It to John. Uh, it's my debut. I'm a little nervous. Well, I, w- I would be too, champ. Okay, so in honour oh, in honor of um, the US uh, election happening oh, yeah. uh, we this week, <laughs> Um, I've decided to, and of course from Mark Egner, who, who joined us two weeks ago in, in the States. Um, we, here's <laughs> a good format. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to guess whether the name that I read out is either a US women's field hockey player or a brewery in the United States of America. Okay, so I've got a list of 10. We'll take it in turn. Okay. We'll take it in turns. I'll read out the name. You get to guess. You get it wrong. You get it right, whatever. And we've got a tie break at the end, John, because I made provision for a tie oh, break good. as That's well this time. Are you going to okay. write down the scores? And you go? yeah, I'm going to write the scores down <laughs> yeah, as we go. Okay. That's good and idea. I'm going to give you a choice to pick a number. This is how we're going to do it, Jazz. I'm going to oh. give you a choice to pick a number. So, Jazz, you can toss a coin if you want. You toss it. That's it. Get that going. What are you calling, John? Heads uh, or tails? Tails. What is it, Jazz? <laughs> it's a head. It's a head. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you go first yeah. then, Jazz. So all you've got to do, Jazz, is give me a number between 1 and 11. <laughs> a number between 1 and 11. And then I'll give you a name, and you can tell me whether it's a US women's national team field hockey player of the present or of the past, or a brewery, the name of a brewery, where they brew beer okay. in the United States of America. Okay. God bless. Okay. Donald. Okay, then a, a number between one and one and eleven. Like, like the <laughs> players on a hockey field. Uh, okay. Okay. Seven. Wrong. 
seven. What could num- go wrong? Number here? seven. Number seven is Melvin. Melvin. M E L V I N. Melvin. You can play along at home. Don't. Um, you, can, you can have a moment to think about it, Jazz. Brewery. Jazz, you can have a moment to. Th- Sorry, what'd you say? A brewery. Let's have a look. <laughs> okay. Jazz, you are correct. Mel- <laughs> Melvin. <Yeah>. Melvin. <laughs> Melvin Brewing from St. Louis, St. Louis, <laughs> Missouri. Oh, I'm up against a beer connoisseur there. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to be careful here. Uh, so I'm going to write a number. I'm going to put Jazz 1 ne- okay. on my piece of paper. All right, John, you're up next. A uh, number between 1 and 11, but not 7. Well... When it came to cricket, I was either batting at number one or 11, so I'll take 11 for starters. 11, okay. <laughs> Your one, John, is Macon, M-A-C-O-N, Macon. Macon. More Macon. Beer. Macon beer. The Macon Beer Company from Macon, Georgia. Congratulations. Wow. Across the, across Equalizer. The uh, yep. One Back in the game, Jazz. Back in the game. We really do need some support. <laughs> support here, though. In production, J.O. I need a better goalkeeper. <laughs> All right, Jazz. Give us another number between them. One and eleven. Uh, five. Number five. Jazz Preet. Number five is Payette. P-A-Y-E-T-T-E. Payette. Um... A U.S. women's field hockey uh, 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 player uh, uh, or a brewery in the United uh, States. I, you, it, 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 uh, for a moment, I just thought I'm playing spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> Get the kids on for that. The way, the way you said payet. <laughs> okay. Um, player. Are you saying it's a hockey player, payet's a hockey player? Yeah. Yeah. Home of the Payette Brewing Company, oh. Boise, Idaho. Oh, oh. Jazz, crossbar, crossbar, <laughs> crossbar. <laughs> Not crossbar and in, no. No top bins. All right, Jazz, zero on that one. John, give me Ooh, a number. Between, to take the lead. One and oh, eleven. One. Number one. Number one is Frey. <laughs> Excuse me. Player. Frey, F-R-E-Y. You're saying a player. Yep. Let's have a look. From Mount Airy, Maryland, it's Frey's Brewing Company. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Wow. So, John, zero oh, on that no. one. Jazz, back with you now. Number between one and 11, excluding one, <laughs> five, seven, and 11. Okay. Um, just the last minute of the first quarter, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Number three. Plenty of time to go, yeah. Oh, this is a big one. Pancrats. Pancrats. P-A-N-K-R-A-T-Z. Or Z, if you're in the US of A. Pancrats. Pancrats. Seems like a Croatian who moved to USA. Uh, Pancrats. Did they, um, did they go and brew, okay. brew beer or go and play hockey, though, Jazz? <laughs> they play hockey. Claire. Marcia Pankratz, oh. 88 and 96 Olympics, 110 international Ooh. games. And yeah. Currently the head coach of Michigan, I believe, if Wikipedia is up okay, to yeah, date. I'm going to have to take this bloke down. going right. to have to do it. Lot of yeah. even, lot of even and a quarter one. Yeah, a lot of even numbers available. Only one. This is one for the statos out there. Only one odd number available. 
Uh, only one odd number of hours. Yeah, number oh, nine. That's the only eight. Nine. Uh, jazz. Yeah, no, not not your go though. No, I'm and I'm, I'm just giving him a cue. Nine is available. All right, no, I'm going eight. I'm going, going eight. eight. I'm going bucket. All right, John is going eight. Number eight, John is Bam, B A M, hockey player or a brewery. Oh, you, you can once, once I had Bam beer. Yeah, <laughs> Bam beer. <laughs> Bam beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going player. Of course, it's a player, John. It's Katie Bam. Uh, currently coaching it's at a Harvard. high scoring game. Currently co- coaching at Harvard. Yes. Nickname Odie. Surprisingly. She was an O'Donnell before she was married, married oh. to a Bam. Odie, yeah. One point for John there. Bam. He gets the point. Jazz. You get disappointed. Goldfest. What are you, what are you going for, mate? Uh, okay, I'll give, go with the odd number left. Number nine. Number nine. Number Good nine. Night. Number nine, number Jazz, nine, is. Bug nutty, B U G N U T T T Y. Bug nutty, that can't be a bear. <laughs> that can't be a bear. It has to be a player. You saying bug nutty is a player? Jazz. Oh, uh, the bug nutty brewing company in Cocoa, uh, Florida. Uh, <laughs> a delicate flavour of bugs. <laughs> But I knew I shouldn't have tried a tomahawk. Oh, so, <laughs> what's the score? Where are we at? Oh, do, oh, do you answer, want to score up? No, two I have to answer a question first, well, and then we're on the same. We've got one, two, three from John so far, and four from Jazz. Yeah, so yeah, level it up, yeah. and then I'll give you a score okay, update. Yeah? Okay. Working on the format. It's good to workshop yeah. these things. This is. All right, John. Did you test this? <laughs> this is it. This <laughs> yeah. is it. Good stuff. Before we launch the hockey. Oh, thank See? you. They love it. Okay, come on. Jump. Yeah. Oh, another. Only even. Only evens left Two. now. Two. Marks. M A R K S. Let me just turn the page. Marks. No, John. Oh. Kelly Marks. One game versus China in 2019. 20, uh, 28 years old. Zero for John. There. Back with you. Wow, guys. you have some sound oh, there. We're going to do the score update. John. Oh, yeah, zero. Zero. <laughs> One, one. John's on two points. Jazz, zero, one, zero, one. Jazz is on two points. It's oh. two a piece at the moment, with ladies and gentlemen. Go. With one, two, two to go. Okay. And then we've got a tie break. If we need it. If we need which it. Numbers, which numbers left, if uh, if you can update that? Certainly, Jazz. That won't be a problem. The remaining numbers on Stick It to John this evening, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you playing at home, are number four. Number six and number ten. Jazz, what would you like? Four, six, ten. Four, there must be four. Four, six, no. ten. Yeah, four, but, six, ten. Hey, you have no, a no, we have eleven. We have eleven. Yeah. No, we have eleven. Okay, so, four, so it's, six. So it's, five, it's five each, and then I've got a tiebreaker. That's why there's eleven. Okay. So I've worked this okay. bit before. Oh, four. oh, how many questions have I? Uh, Let's uh, number, number, number. Four, six, eight. Four, six, eight. Eight. Number eight. No, eight's already, eight's already gone. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say it. Ten. Four, six, ten, Jazz. You said eight, no? Yes, but no. I may have said it, <laughs> okay. but it's not available. 
Unless I lie to you and I okay. say, the, say the same thing again. This is four, six, or ten. Okay, number number ten for Pele. Number ten <laughs> for Pele. Nedson, what's his name? Anyway, Beglin, B E G L I N, Beglin. B E G L I N. How much time am I allowed? Twelve seconds. Starting now. Okay. B-E-G-L-I-N, Berglin. Has to be a player. Elizabeth Beth Beglin, 63 years old, bronze at the 1984 Olympics. Uh, well done. All the pressure Beth. on the opposition. That yeah. puts him under what? Three. One ahead of you. Yeah, three, so three, two, one. Yeah. You need to get to this to take to it to the top. If, 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 he, if, he, if he goes wrong, then I win, right? Yep. Yep. It's comp, comp. Okay. It's on. Jeez, that, I mean, it's not very sportsman's like thinking like that, though, is it, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Bring on. Bring I want on. to win on my debut. Oh, oh, what was ready, it, four or six? Uh, four. Four. Oh, he's nervous. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to do my best on the pronunciation of this. Bozeman. Bozeman. Yeah. No, it's not talking. B-O-Z-E-M-A-N. Bozeman. And I'm going hockey player. Turn it over. Bozeman Brewing Company from Bozeman, Montana. Yeah! Ah, no. Just freaks. Sorry, congratulations. You have stuck it to Joe. And if I weren't, if we weren't speaking to you on WhatsApp at this moment, I would play the theme tune as well. What a letdown. Have we got it on there? No. It's not on the panel there, is it? No, oh, Jazz, well, I don't know what to oh, say, yeah. mate. Congratulations. How do you feel? Is this a post-match interview? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do we need to ring your okay. agent again? <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You can start. Okay. Should we edit this bit? Okay. No, no, no. And now we'll cross live down to our pitch side reporter, Matt Allen. You're with Jazz Preet Sarney, Matt. Jazz, just incredible scenes. How do you feel about that? Oh, I had a lot of butterflies in my stomach when when I was told that uh, I'm going to be in the starting 11 today. So it was quite, quite nervous for me. But yeah, and I got to play the entire match. No substitutions. That's, that's probably... That's probably a uh, credit to my ability. No substitutions. I was the only player who wasn't substituted. <laughs> and uh, do you put that down to your diet, to your training regime? What you know? Wh- wh- why do you think you were the one chosen to be here today, Jazz? I would put it down to not running at all. I was just standing in front of the goal, waiting for the passes. Well, sensational stuff, and of course you've walked away with the biggest prize, um, the Harley Davidson. You just ride it out. <laughs> Is it the big fat boy? <laughs> but but seriously, yes. not, not not many come and take on John and stick it to John and walk away with the chocolates, Jazz. It's got to got to mean something special in your heart. Of course it does, because um, Matt and John, I know them for for some time now, and. Uh, to play alongside them was a pleasure for me. <laughs> Jasper, thanks for joining us. Go and enjoy your celebrations. 
Oh shit, wrong. Who, who should I celebrate with? <laughs> who should I celebrate with? Yeah. Oh dear, probably a wrong choice of words. Well, I, I've 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 run out of bears as well. Look, mate, oh, when, no. if you if you if you can't um if you can't get on the hockey field, at least you can stick it to John on the reverse stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Thanks, Jez. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he did. He stuck it to you, John. He did. Uh, I got stuck well done, Jazz. Uh, what a pleasure to have you on the show <laughs> once again. Even, ha- even happier that you lost another stick it to John. Uh-huh. I thought it was there. It was there for you at the end. The opportunity to pull it level. I thought, oh well, he'll get this one. Whew. It's a, one of the great post stick it to John. What did you look? I, 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 I think I've thrown a bit of paper in the bin now. What what was that? I don't what, the, my score sheet for. Oh no, that was um, the tiebreaker. Do you know what the tiebreaker was? Hoffman. Uh, player. Player, player. You see? You'd have been right. I picked wrong. Yeah. Disappointing. Anyway. Not for me. Let's keep looking. Hope, hope you did well at home, folks, with uh, Stick It To John. Um, just quickly, John. A yellow shirts update. The the uh, the the article that we mentioned last oh, week yeah, posted by John viral, from John it? Bowie. Yeah, uh, hockey match tees, I think, have got behind and have done something with Y1 Hockey to do a yellow charity shirt or something yeah. like that. So keep an eye on um, Y1 Hockey, I guess, and Hockey Match Tees on Twitter to uh, get behind that, support that. Yellow shirts. Uh, yeah, very, yeah, very popular in Thailand. It's a great market to go <laughs> for. EHF General Assembly uh, on the 7th this weekend, Saturday. Uh, interesting to see what comes out of there. Yeah, with... well, the speak, let's do the Euro thing then, because uh, we've had the announcement today. Uh, just that, today. just just the uh, the focus on the general assembly is reflect, revise, oh, ready for 2021. I've asked around to see if there's anything uh, hugely controversial or uh, interesting to come out of it, but nothing uh, thus far. But maybe apart from the announcement that you're about to give us now, John. Yes, EHTV Euro Hockey plus, TV plus 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 plus. Uh, the groundbreaking ecosystem for club hockey in Europe. And you're reading this from where, John? Score.com slash news. Now, John, are you a member of Scored? Yes. Good lad. I am. The European Hockey Federation, in conjunction with our stakeholder partners, Recreational International Systems and Scored, is delighted to launch EHTV Plus. Plus, plus, plus. Can I be a pain in the ass? I'm going to be a pain in the ass to start with. I'm really sorry. But, you know, our long-standing listeners know, I can be a bit of a pedant. Recreational International Systems, RSI. Repetitive strain injury. Yeah, uh, RSI, respect that, and that was a, a team in our club for many years, the RSIs, wasn't it? Yeah, the regional <laughs> South ones, yeah, yeah. RSIs. Yeah, that's exactly right. Let's get back to this. The, the e- RAS or RS, RSI? RIS. Oh, Good. Did, did I say RSI or did I say RIS? You said both. Anyway, go on. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, the, folks. The EHTV Plus, 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 plus. 
project has been in development for the last year. The brainchild of like-minded, committed entities in hockey in Europe, the European Hockey Federation, RSI, scored Team TV and Drumroll Score Studio Hockey and Hockey Film Filmer Pie Film Pie PG have come together to find a solution to showcase our clubs. Now this is good news, Matt. I hope it is, John. Now, the Director General of the EA some heavy hitters in there, John. Kirkland. He said, today we formally launched the EHTV Plus collaboration and we are delighted to invite our leagues and clubs from all over Europe to consider just how, to consider just how this great team of stakeholders can deliver something unique for our sport. We want to find the answer to the elusive question around how to professionalise our sport. Euro- so there's a goal. We've got a goal, John. Uh, EHTV is the European Hockey Federation's OTT video platform. Over the top. And has over 100,000 subscribers who are looking for more high-quality hockey, but on a more regular basis. Yep. Agreed. Club hockey is the beating heart of hockey in Europe, and with thousands of club games happening every week from September until May, it was logical for us to look for solutions to help our clubs to showcase themselves. Now, there's a... um, a little bit here about RSI, Recreation Systems International. Ah, I, huh? Oh, not Recreation International <laughs> Systems. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Brewing. This is great. This is great news, but it's, get it right. You got to get it right. Get it right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you threw me with that. Um, okay. Let's get to Recreation Systems International is a proud, innovative, sustainable, conceptual and hockey passionate. That's important. Yeah, stop playing with the buttons. Hockey passionate, Matt. Infrastructure partner with the EHF. I've got my own. I don't know what I'm doing. I've got my own buttons. Yeah, well, this is is where it gets interesting. uh, Within the EHTV's Plus project, RSI supplies... Just stop that. This is... Interesting. I'm actually. listening. I'm listening. No, you're not. You're pissing around. Okay, all right. All right, Dad. RSI supplies the first smart and high-quality automatic camera system capturing 4K images and its artificial intelligence-driven software for live streaming, broadcasting highlights and analysis specifically provided to capture the best insights of our sport. Once upon a time, I was promised that with FIH.life. Is that they keep my Cujo thing? Did they just copy and paste? No, look. No, they didn't talk about AI. Yeah, they absolutely stuff. talked about AI, AI stuff. But automatic about automatic camera systems. And about analysing previous games from the well, 1930s to uh, current day games. What, what got, when you link what um, recreational systems do with uh, this phrase, club hockey is the beating heart in Europe. It looks fun. Thousands oh, it's of club games looks happening brilliant. every week. So yeah. I'm getting the idea that they're looking as this is a broad layout across. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. Do you set, do you if you have your camera set up at your club, and whatever's played on that turf over the weekend, that's automatically streamed through your own system or your own portal through this this channel. Yeah, and it says some um, business partner Bart Van der Acker is very excited about it and how the necessity <laughs> of the boost in terms of fan engagement for club hockey and uh, Sven Bourne 
from uh, Scored is a part Burn. of them. You know, it's about they Scored are about communities, which they they are, and they're looking at increasing monetizing opportunities for the sport. And that it's all very good stuff. And uh, I think we'll find here. Furthermore, this is um, oh hockey, F I L M P. They are as the biggest social media specialist in hockey, Matt. Uh-huh. I'm surprised you didn't know how to say it. They will create the clips we love on social media showcasing unique skills in our game of hockey. Nice. This is the exciting part for us, Matt. Furthermore. Studio Hockey will create a weekly video magazine about our top hockey leagues with highlights, insights, and interviews with our hockey heroes. Lovely. Good luck, Ernst, with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, uh, look forward to seeing it. Look, also looking forward to hearing Jazz talking to Ernst and Flores Young Bovalander um, in an upcoming Studio Hockey we podcast. Anyway. Did, did we? We should have should mentioned we? it after that. Um, uh, Angus Kirkland concluded, we believe this is a brilliant collaboration which will bring high capacity, high quality 4K cameras powered by AI, video analysis tools, automated highlights, a weekly video magazine, full digital content plan for social media. Now we've Good seen... Luck to all involved and I look forward we've to se- uh, but seeing... We've, yeah, we've, we've seen the, the, launch in the, the 4K automated camera. streaming coming out of South Africa through Shoot. Uh, yeah, with some of the South African stuff. About, but the and, more and, we do it, the well, there was we some high profile stuff coming out of, well, high profile, low profile stuff coming out of the UK with soccer recently with some of the lower grade games. It wasn't and appara- a bird, was it? It wasn't a bird this time. It was a bold headed linesman apparently that kept attracting <laughs> the cameras up and down the side. And then one some of the, bugs. then one of the, co- one of the coaching staff as well. Um, look, it, it's brilliant. It's what we want to see, isn't it? But, 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 at the very high level, at the very highest level, the broadcast quality level, is that enough to showcase showcase our game? Um, no, is it no, something no, no, that's no, going to no. infuse the non-hockey tha- fan uh, in, in a big screen environment? I think you've still got to have the the, the aim of um, your top leagues being of the highest quality broadcast as possible. And I, I see the biggest... The biggest issue is, um, I think, a commentary, and that, and I'll explain that in a second. But the other one is that we've got to be careful of um, spreading things too thinly, and and making sure that the the, the, the top ev- level echelons of what we produce meet certain quality standards and and stay there. Yeah. And um, uh, spreading it everywhere might not be the best use of resources. I mean. It's great. If I'm playing, which I am, Divi 4 over 50s, and we've got the opportunity to do, to do all this stuff because that's the setup at our club, that, that's great. But it, it's a very limited use, value, or resource to anybody else. What I think is amazing, John, is that we get an announcement of a service like this just a week on from the last episode of uh, the Reverse Stick. And we talked about the Hockey Live app, looking for some investors to see if we can. Look, it's coming out. I mean, they work quick in Europe, don't they? Yeah, they stole your idea, didn't they? Well, right onto it. I'm just saying. Uh, you keep saying. Look, it's it's a great announcement from um, your hockey and all the partners. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm taking. And scored. I, I am taking take, taking the proverbial a little bit, yeah. but um, it's great. It's great to see. But I do back to commentary though. I think um, regardless of what technology you use, if you don't have someone 
in a, in some sort of commentary position for live sport, no one's going to watch. Yeah. Only only someone who's perhaps played in that game will sit there and watch it. No one else will. And the idea is you get people. The idea is to be getting people who are outside of that immediate circle of potential viewers, increasing. Yes, view, yeah, yeah, view, yeah. So, and and how do those eyes get on it? Yeah, it's very difficult to watch a, a, a game of sport when you don't really have any connection through a commentator to what's going on. You know, players' names and a little bit about what's happening on the field. And anyway, yeah. Um, Just my thoughts. I've got a fact of the day I picked up off the InsideTheGames.biz site when I was looking for some hockey news past couple of days. Um, now, the fact of the day, it, it was the same fact of the day two days running, so I don't know whether it's the same fact of the day that stays up there all the time, and then you've got to click to get other fact of, facts of the day, but I quite like the fact of the day. May I share? Yes. It's kind of hockey-related because it's Olympics-related. The 1928 Olympic Games in Amsterdam saw a number of important milestones, but one we still all benefit from today sting? is... Rev- Where's your sting? No, it's not Mystery File. From when? This is Mystery File. Oh, OK. It's, just it's a fact. Funny. It's just a fact. Oh, OK. In fact, I thought, you know... Uh, li- li- listener dear, Mike... Everybody <laughs> knows it. Fact. It's nice. Um... Like other cities around Europe in the late 1920s, the streets of Amsterdam were filling up fast with cars. And during the Games, this issue was more pressing than ever. So, organisers were forced to rack their brains in search of a solution. The allotted parking area next to the Olympic Stadium had room for a maximum of 2,000 vehicles. Nowhere near enough to meet the demand during Games time. In response... The City Council provided a number of other sites that took parking capacity up to 3,500 vehicles and 2,000 bicycles. However, no sooner had one problem been solved than another was created. Uh, How were drivers and cyclists supposed to find their way to the new car parks? A solution was found in the shape of a small blue panel with a white capital P in the middle. So it was that the international, so it was that the international traffic sign for parking was born. Your little blue, little blue square with the, with the P. Who would have thought that a sign indicating where to park would have a P on it? I know, incredible. All thanks to the Olympics and the, those ingenious people of Amsterdam back in 1928, John. Whew. Uh, what else do you want? Uh, the Olympics have given us, Matt. Uh, Pakistan National Championships up this week. It was the Pakistan Trade Championships last week. Great streaming and um, lots of info coming out from there, which was good to see. Unfortunately, our friend at Pakistan Hockey, Arslan, he's gone. Has he? He's off to uh, the cricket board. Might get some uh, some budget there. Um, anyway, 66th edition of Pakistan's National Hockey Championship received a big jolt when former champions PIA expressed their inability to field a team in the tournament. Um, they were due to complete a 10-man roster. The championship gets underway today, John, at the Mari Petroleum Ground in Rawalpindi. We are in a state of shock not to see former champions PIA in the competition. They've not only ruled national hockey for years, but have also produced so many legends. It's nothing less than a big blow to domestic hockey, tournament director Z- Zahir Shah said on Wednesday. Um, hopefully, though, we'll uh, we'll get some streaming of uh, the 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 Pakistan um, 
media accounts seem to have gone quiet since Arslan left four or five days ago. So, <laughs> I don't know if somebody else has been put into that role. But uh, there's matches on, mate. Navy versus Port Kazim, Army versus Police, Wapta versus Punjab and National Bank versus PAF. Mari Petroleum versus Sui SSGC. That's your lineup. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Uh, something serious to talk about All right. before I unmask one of the true great crimes that's happening in hockey circles at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and that's a story that uh, appeared on um, the local. 10 News here in Perth, Matt. Uh, Channel 10 ran a story, when when was it? Uh, October 30? So just after um, we recorded last week. It's, yeah. uh, 10 News First Perth. Uh, follow at it's, it's 10 News First PER. Hashtag exclusive. Okay. Um, and it's for those people that are yeah. only looking for exclusive things on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but and it's a story on Channel 10 News from uh, Lockie Reid, who's been a long-time um, sports personality, does a lot of football commentary and NBL stuff and basketball stuff. And anyway... Um, and, uh, well, no tweet, local sports journal. I was, I didn't see this report on Channel 10 itself. I just saw the tweet and it's a two-time Olympian Nicole Arnold says a toxic culture of Arold, disorder. Arold, Arold, Nick Arold. Arold. Sorry. Nicole Arold. She used to play for, for us, mate. Hell of a player. My favourite female player of all time. Honestly, what a, <laughs> what a defender, man. What a she defender. says a toxic culture of disorganisation and bullying is strangling Australians' top women's hockey team. She's calling for an independent review of the side. And Lockie had that exclusive report. We're not going to play the report now. Do you not? Now, do you want to? Really? No, not really, because there's, oh, it's, it's, there's allegations, but no substantiation of any, any it, of those allegations. There's obviously some stuff bubbling under, and, and the allegations say it's happening today, but it was happening 10 years ago, and there's been little change in some areas, and there should be an, in, an independent review into it. Yeah. It was interesting because but bold to come I'm, out, from, you know, such a, 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 a you know a well-respected former international player. I was listening to a, ra- a local radio station this morning as I was driving around in the early hours. Are we a global hockey podcast? Are we yeah. the local hockey podcast? No, no this is in, it's about the hockey. No, no, I know, I know. But, and I heard um, on a sports show this subject come up. And it was, oh, there's a lot of serious allegations and, oh, and a lot of deep research and, oh, yes, yes, yes. But nothing, no actual allegations, just terms like bullying and without any referral to them. Now, well, how do you best put this? Have there been problems with the Australian women's hockey side for the last 10 years? I don't know in the last two or three years there has been, but I know that definitely before that, and certainly leading up to the the, the Rio Olympics, uh, big, there was. There's been high turnover of players, people dropping out, um, yeah. and, look, and other things that we probably wouldn't want to share on air. We're, well, we're happy to see, but there's things, that, personal things that we know from different individuals. And stuff was going on that um, isn't like... Unless it, look, those people want to come out and talk about it themselves. But review-wise, it wouldn't be very hard to find out that information because some of it is quite freely shared within the yeah. local hockey community. And and the effect of what was going on 
up to and including the Rio Olympics had, uh, in some cases, a devastating effect on individuals. And, and then that, in some ways, was reflected in performance both there and subsequently. Because there was a time when talking to people around town that they... I'm talking around town, around the sport. But <laughs> the Australian girls were struggling as a team. They were really struggling. They were, they, they were slipping down the rankings. And it's actually a little bit of a credit to the change, some of the, some of the changes that have been made there and their results in the last couple of years. They, they, uh, came second in the Pro League. They got to the World Cup quarter final. And this is all off the backdrop of basically a coming out of the Rio Olympics. And they were shot mentally, a lot of them. And this, um, so there are problems there and some, some, pro, some problem, Remains, and until that gets sorted out, um, there there will continue to be issues there, but not of not of the magnitude of some of the stuff that's being alluded to without being spoken. Well, it's about interesting the timing. Why 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 has this come out right now? Now this is uh, on the almost on the eve of the super camp happening, where decisions are made about the the Australian squads. To campaign for Tokyo, or the, you know, the uh, to, to get into the wider group, to then have a shot at that last sixteen. Um, why now? Why it's it, it's strange. Is it is it John? This has come through the Ten News Network. We know that local games recently have been um, available to watch under a paywall from the West, which is the lo- the local newspaper owned by a different network, the Seven Network. Oh. Are you, is it just talking a, media ownership conspiracy? Well, they just well, you got hockey. You know, we'll bag some hockey. Don't worry, we've got a story on hockey for you. Uh, they they sent Lockie down to the um, the turf at Hale Hockey Club where you won your final, actually. Yeah, uh, same same place. Yeah. Oh, on that. Um, hang on, hang on. No, we sorry. Go on, go on. Stay, stay, yeah. stay on this topic for a second because it's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it a media fight back just to to trash hockey? You know, you think you can add that to your armory and. On something to offer to your subscribers? Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's someone who's been asked by the, the group to make their feelings known and to get some something going outside of Hockey Australia because it, it's known, it's well known that the players have approached with their concerns about what's going on. In, and we must stress, this is only the women's program. We're not talking about the men's program. No. The only thing that Nick Harold said that. in that interview was um, a specific thing was about a head coach not turning up to a team meeting because they forgot about it. Yeah, that that sort of behaviour. Yeah. Now, um, under which, which era we don't know. But the the players have made their concerns, and the, the most recent effort they made to raise their concerns, they're encouraged by someone to raise their concerns if they were if that was how they were felt, and then that person found themselves sidelined and without and <laughs> lost their job essentially. Um, well, so there's not many, they, there's, there's they, not many jobs left in some, hockey these days anyway. As much as things might be improving and getting better and have been better, there, there's still some underlying issues that need to be tackled. And I think this is a preemptive strike, as you say, with the super camp coming up to try and put some pressure on people to, to, to have it out, if you want to put it that way. Mm, interesting times, isn't it? Interesting times. Yes, it is.
We didn't uh, we didn't cover all the Euro hockey indoor stuff that's off, but it's all off. If you, if you want to play, <laughs> off, off, off. If you want to play indoor hockey, it's off. What were you going to mention before? Off. You, when I just before when we were talking serious and you came up with. Oh, I, said, oh, I don't know, mate. Just you know, this, these little flashes are brilliant. Well, wanna, they they fly drop, in and fly out just as quickly. I, I want to drop a, a conspiracy on people that's living out before our very eyes on okay. social media. All right. On the weekend was the Fremantle Hockey Club uh, annual wind-up. Was the what, John? Fremantle Coburn Hockey Club Thank annual wind-up. Yep. Free cop. <laughs> yeah. And um, is it, a photo has emerged that okay. once again proves <laughs> you are one of the world's... Uh, I'm not sure what term to use. Get... Get, Photo bomber. Get the uh, the wind up magazine that I handed you. Get it. It's behind you. No, I don't want to. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to look at it. Just have a look I, and see how many team photos I've edited. Yeah, there. yeah. I'm sure because you. you <laughs> I'm in three three team photos. <laughs> you you popped up on social media this week. There's there's the newly crowned Hudson Trophy winner. Yeah. Standing with crowned the, by who? With the president. Crowned by who? What? The three blokes standing behind him. That's the people that voted for him to get this the award. This is his moment, and you couldn't wait what? to get your big head in there. We know, Matt. I was just in the back, and they all, they, you know, they just gravitated towards you were just me. just on the side. You're always just in the back. Now, I'll be honest. I may, I may well have constructed that photograph. I may well have oh, called those three other individuals in. Oh, come and but have a photo with these two. Some that's people have got, them got cheeky told. buggers, though, you know. That's that's Paulie's great moment there. He's lifted the Hudson. But what photo does he put up on social media first? You photobombing. He's trying to break it. it. It's not photobombing. He's whistlebombing the the rest of the world. Honestly, some of the comments from Sloth. How's Matty Allen managed to um, get himself into another photo? Uh, Come on. The context, folks. Come on. He, He sees the truth. He knows that it's happening. All right, well, that, that's fine. Okay, right, well, seeing as we're on that sort of vein, John. Uh, okay. Dear John. Yeah, go on. I recently celebrated, celebrated an historic milestone game for my club, <laughs> but nobody celebrated it. Other players received special media posts, pitch-side banners and guards of honour. Should I claim the next game will be my 300th and organise my own celebrations? Nah, say nothing. Do nothing. Doesn't matter. They can have as many banners as they like. Yeah. Five on the truck. Don't give a stuff. So I don't understand. Oh, I do. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Uh, Come on. So we Come discovered on. we discovered this week that John's uh, grand final victory, of which I delivered your medal to you this evening, didn't I? Along with a, a brand new TRS uh, mug. mug. Don't, don't, don't say the other thing. That's anyway, it's secret. Um, yeah, the grand final victory, mm. your five in a row, was also your 300th appearance for the, the mag for, for the magpies. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Nice that's good. Oh, great. Yeah, good. You know, did you know I was on 178 for three years? No, I didn't. Uh, but how do you feel about missing the celebration of three? What celebration? You know, Paulie. That just, you know, you know, Paulie that just won the Hudson. 
It, what, we talked about him on his 400, didn't we? Yeah, when was that? Mr. Stroke at the end of the game to stop I've, him from going I've, through to the grand final. Yeah, that's right. He's 400. Well, Paul, I... Uh, Maybe I, that's why the scoop didn't happen. I played in Paulie's first game. Right. It wasn't my first season at Fremantle, but I played in Paulie's first game. But I've had... But do you want a medal? No, I'm just saying. I've, I've had seasons... Seasons... Um, where in I the sand? Played. I've been working away, so I haven't been able to play. Okay. But anyway, it's good. Well, any other exciting stories like that for I, us, that, that did When I did find that out, it did prompt me to go back and do a countdown. I reckon it's... It's either just over or just under 500 at the moment. Because, get out. Oh, you mean in total for oh, the old yeah, genie? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All, all that yeah. stuff. Not counting school games. Because we had a, a really good school competition. Well, you must have worked away school. a lot, mate, with those sort of numbers. I mean, oh. at your age, what's that, five <laughs> games a year? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the Reverse Stick episode 169. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Don't forget, you can join us on all the socials and Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter, all at the Reverse Stick. Like, subscribe, tell your mates. Uh, chuck it on uh, when you're going for a socially distant walk, I guess. Whew. Ultimate Listener Award. Oh, we've got a workshop that we'll talk about that. That's uh, I've got the tag. There, look, yeah, there it is. Look. There's the tag. It's a one-off thing. You can't see it. It's a podcast. If it wasn't, you could see it. Um, should we go? Should we get in touch with Ed and get one of those automated cameras? What, just for the studio? Yeah. <laughs> just for us. Okay, well, let's do that. Um, Matt's mystery file coming up next week. Thank you, Jeff, for sending that stuff through. That that'll come up. Just a busy night, you know. I'm tired. Love you all. Bye. Something's very close. See you, folks. Mate, I tell you what, you're spot on. Traffic noise, <laughs> big part of that interview. I thought that, especially we got, we got some good, good children in the background. We did. Young we did. We as did. Well. No workmen. Didn't hear many workmen. Did hear a Harley. Harley. <laughs> did. Um, yeah. And and there was exceptional some, sound production and, and from some, Jazz this and, time and some yeah, just some incredible timing from the guys going past on the tuk tuk or whatever. Oh, his foley operator must be brilliant. It must must be brilliant.